Geek Shock. How about a Long John Silver's part? Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. thank you. Right Honestly, Depends. those what aren't as... What order? I'll those rustle up a Popeye's fart. Uh, I can get one of those nothing, coming. <laughs> nothing but crispies. <laughs> oh, no. my God. <laughs> no, deep fried is oh, the worst. Yeah. Just nothing but crispies. No, you know what? I got to say, the KFC farts are much worse than the than the uh, Long John Silver's farts. I just had Long John Silver's last week, and... The next day, I did not suffer for it, so that was a good thing. Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock number 103. <laughs> I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. And notice a few absent voices. Yeah. I'm uh, so used to waiting for Dr. Vlarg to speak before I can. And... Right. No, no, Vlarg is out on assignment elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, since he's not here, and we'll probably listen to this later on because... You'll want to know what was said. Feel free to talk any shit you want about Vlarg. Oh, you've what? opened up the floodgates. Yeah. About that, geek, uh, geek snob Vlarg? Yeah, that, <laughs> geek snob Vlarg. That long-haired freak is in a very empty uh, convention center in a city to, be undis- to not be disclosed right now. <laughs> but he sent a picture and he's like, this is so bizarre. It's so empty. Uh, just Michael came out to the set last night. Oh, with did his dad. he? Yeah, yeah he Very brought cool. his dad. That was cool. Uh, it wasn't. So you gave him an extra dirty show then. It wasn't our our most like killer, crazy, hilarious ones, but it was a good one. Um, yeah, we did a good innuendo set. It was pretty funny. Yeah, an innuendo set. Yeah, where we play this game where uh, you get as many people as want to play up in a big line in the back, and you go with the phrase. I like my women like I like my coffee. You guys know that phrase? Yeah. All right. So, like, what are, what are some answers there? Black. Sweet. Black, sweet. sweet. Mm. Hot. Spicy. Spicy. Up all night. Up all night. Exactly. Yeah, all yeah, these yeah. kinds Chewy, of Chewy. Bitter. Chewy. Bitter. <laughs> exactly. With a spoon in it. All these things are oh. correct. And what we do is we take that phrase, replace coffee with something that we get from the audience, and then do innuendo jokes. Okay. So give me a suggestion, guys. Give me something that you saw today while coming into the show. A two-headed dildo. <laughs> That's pretty easy. I like my women like my two-headed dildos. <laughs> Simple as that. That's made it. Made it too easy on that yeah. one. That's the first thing I saw today. What else did you see? Uh, I saw a dead pigeon. There All right. we go. Now we're talking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like my women like I like my dead pigeons. No more squawking. <laughs> How about uh, that? TV. A TV? Yeah. I like my women like I like my TVs. I can turn them off and on with the flip of a switch. <laughs> I like my women like I like my TVs. Ten inches or more. A mud honey CD. <laughs> a mud honey CD. Uh, I like my women like I like a mud honey CD. 
overrated at the time, still underutilized, and hard to find. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, okay. it was a fine music criticism as well. That's, yeah, uh, that, that's what good. that's yes. what it's all about. That's what it, that's, that's what innuendo is all about. It. You kind of do two birds, one stone, like a pigeon. All right, uh, Super Eight. Super Eight. I like my women like like Super Eight. Strange, uh, giving me strange visions of childhood memories. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, normally I'd ask you what else you did geeky this week, guys, but there is so much news. So, so much we got to go right into it. Let's do it. So, but of course, let's just grind it to a halt. News you don't give a shit about. Oh. Uh, but I bet I will. But that you will, indeed. <laughs> probably. And, uh, this week's begins uh, normally. If there was Spider-Man news, it would start there, right? Yeah. Right. But it was usurped. Oh, something beat really? Spidey. Usurpation. Uh, Ghost. Usurp. Oh, yeah. is Ghost, a the musical ta- is a timeless fantasy about the power of love. Yeah. Uh, waking back, uh, walking back to their apartment one night, Sam and Molly are mugged, leaving Sam murdered on a dark street. Yeah. Sam is trapped as a ghost between this world and the next, unable sure. to leave Molly, who he learns is in grave danger. With the help of a phony storefront psychic, Sam tries to communicate with Molly in the hope of saving and protecting her. Nominated for an Academy Award for Best Film of 1990, Ghost won numerous awards worldwide and is one of the biggest grossing films in UK. Ghost the Musical begins its West End run at the Piccadilly Theater on the 24th of June, 2011, with booking open for performances until 28th of January, 2012. Uh, it's a Matthew Warkus production. Uh, of the. It has new music and lyrics by uh, Warren Whitting, uh, Dave Stewart. If you recognize that name, that's uh, Dave Stewart from Eurythmics. Okay, oh, yeah. cool. And Glenn Ballard. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. I, did, I said, I know the name, but it's not clicking. And Oscar-winning uh, Bruce Joel Rubin adapted his original screenplay for the stage and wrote lyrics. Uh, if you were paying attention at the beginning of this podcast, yes, that was songs from the musical Ghost. And when the show ends, you'll also be hearing some songs from the musical Ghost. So uh, there is a lo- uh, five-minute trailer out there. That shows examples. Now the stage work looks great. Mm-hmm. The music, however, is uh, something to be desired. Let me let me try and guess if this sounds like one of the hit songs oh, right, no. from the fabulous new musical Ghost. Okay, I'm making pottery. My dead boyfriend is behind me. He's actually a weird old black lady. What the fuck am I doing? I'm spinning this fucking pot. My titties is high and my butt is hot. I can't wait to smoke some pot. I want to go to the nether dimension. Yeah. He didn't work anything in there about the ethereal plane, Paul. Oh, yeah, that's right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, it's a ghost. <laughs> I'm so sad and I'm in such pain since Sam got taken to the ethereal plane. <laughs> I hope he can come back and live in this brain, the brain of the black lady next to me now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> that's wow. A, that, that's actually a little better than what I heard. But uh, Some of them <laughs> want to scare you. Some of them walk around in sheets. Some of them, they have long chains. Some of them have no chains at all. <laughs> Sweet ghosts are made of these. <laughs> there you go. I still can't believe that movie was originally directed by Jerry Zucker. That's right. Of Zucker I Abrams about and that. Zucker fame. Oh, yeah. yeah, the guys that brought you airplane. Yes. Decided wow. to go all serious on us. Imagine well, that. Not totally serious. No, they still. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg's in Not with Whoopi. <laughs> Whoopi brought the funny. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I wish you could see him roll his eyes right now. She was funny in that movie. She was funny. Groan. She was funny in that movie. You're groaning with your She's eyes, She's got the Paul. EGOT. The EGOT? Yes. Um, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yep. Oh. oh, wow. I didn't know that one. I didn't know that oh. one. Well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> hey, it's a it's a geek imperative. We read this on the show one time. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time. It, okay. Yeah. Anytime somebody leaves that out there, yes, it, has, it to has to be finished. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It must be finished. Yeah, it's almost, yeah. They need to be said if it's just has to be done. Yeah, just. Yes. News you don't give a shit about. Omega Brands Incorporated, maker of Mega Blocks. This is that uh, kind of Duplo Blocks. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not Duplo. They're Lego. Uh, but, uh, the Mega they Brands? Got- they got the they got the license for Spider Man. They got the license for Halo. Yes, they do. Uh, they uh, but they're they're not Lego. No, but they're generic Lego. Yeah, yeah, they're like Duplos. No, Duplos are big Legos. Yeah, Duplo is Lego. Right, right. But the, you're comparing Lego. But the, the, I thought Mega Blocks was large ones like Duplos are. No, there's a small Wait, regular one. Duplo yes. is made by Lego. Mega Blocks work with Legos. Oh. Yeah, Duplo is made by Lego. See, this is a similar. Since when? Lego Duplo. They're the big baby toy version that of Lego. I know, I know Duplos. Yes. yes. Oh, no, the Mega oh, Blocks. Okay. I was mega Blocks. It just they call them Mega Blocks. They're not huge. I was trying to remember. They which made because every time, picture I saw of this next product, they had, had huge blocks. The big monster baby blocks. Well, what is it? Uh, <laughs> has signed a deal with Blizzard Entertainment to bring World of Warcraft and Starcraft to Mega Blocks. No, it's not mega. That's the what do you call it kind of blocks. They're Legos. Seriously? Yeah. Man, they're showing me bad pictures. Well, maybe well, these people are same misinformed bastards just, as just you. Just like me. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, I guess that means big bricks. For, for, <laughs> well, it Barry. says mega right in the corner. Oh, I'm Barry. Oh. <laughs> for misinformed bastards. Like me. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Well, if this appeals oh, to God. you... Oh, no, it does appeal to me. Oh, I don't like Legos. Oh, oh, oh. Stick it up your butt. Oh, I'm better. I don't even oh. know the difference between Duplo and Mega Blocks. Oh, Duplo, oh. Duplo, it sounds, like, it sounds like something I would fart on. I'm Barry. Oh, my hair. The construction sets will be based on locations, characters, and vehicles from the Warcraft MMO and StarCraft II's Terran campaign, Wings of Liberty, from... Uh, uh, Vic Bertrand, Chief Innovation Officer for Mega, we're proud and thrilled to enter into a partnership with Blizzard Entertainment, the world leader in creating epic I'm sorry, what entertainment? Blizzard uh, Entertainment. What are they called? Blizzactivision. Blizzactivision? Yeah. The depth and cont- content Black Division. of World of Warcraft and StarCraft will fuel years of fun, collectible products for gamers and collectors. So yeah, knowing that they're the same size as Legos is actually kind of cool. Well, you've seen the Halo sets, right? No, I haven't. What? You haven't seen the Halo Mega Blocks? No, no, I haven't. That might have fixed everything. Yeah, it would have. They pretty much—they're compatible with Legos. They fit. 
not great, but they work. Like with a little work, or they're like loose, or no, they can work. What were the old knockoff Legos when we were kids? Um, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, Mega Bloks was in that running, and they were always really janky. But they've they've gotten better, and they've acquired some good licenses. So I don't know. Wasn't there a lawsuit or something like yeah? I I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, and uh, it's weird. The whole Lego thing. They've been. They feel like their direct competition is Playmobil. Seriously? Yeah, Playmobil is so big in Europe. Yeah, that it, that's their direct this, competition, and, and it's still on fire. Huh? Well, it's reflected in the in the, the, in the armless, design. The little armless. They have arms. They, uh, okay. They're little play sets. <clears throat> right. You, oh, okay. you, you see them in the fancy toy stores, not Weebles. Oh, okay. Playmobiles. Yeah. Yeah, the fancy toy stores out yeah. here because they're all imported. Yeah, from... the toy stores that are, aren't any fun when you're a kid. Exactly. I never liked Playmobil. <laughs> I never thought Playmobil was cool at all. I take it back. There was one item that was really cool. They had a pirate ship once. Okay. That was a giant monster, like two and a half feet long. Yeah. Piece of work. That I have a nice. really nice Lego pirate ship at home from back in the day. But uh, yeah, uh, so you can see that reflected in the recent Lego sets. It's all one shot pieces. You know, like they've got, especially with the with, well, me studying all the Star Wars sets, they've got like you know a Wampa. That's a one. You know, it's got brick holes on its feet. Okay. Otherwise, it's a it's a standalone figure type thing. Right, right. Tauntaun is a standalone figure except brick holes on its feet. That kind of thing. They've gotten away from <clears throat> the build a Tauntaun out of Legos. You know what I mean? To to here's a yeah here's a tauntaun to here's put a, into your uh, Lego diorama. Yes, that's, that's it. I'm yes, looking for. exactly. Which is not yeah, which is like eight bricks. The dioramas <laughs> are very simplistic now. <laughs> Back when I put together my castles, and still forty two dollars. Expensive as hell, but they're the best toys in the world. They are. Great. I did Lego. You never hear me complain about Lego prices. They're the best. Oh, you'll I hear wish, me complain. Well, I wish I had Bespin. That's one thing. I do wish I had Bestman. That's a four hundred dollars set now. A four hundred dollars set. Yeah. What 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 comprises it was, Bestman? It was a club Lego exclusive. It's a landing pad for the Slave One. Okay. And a chunk of Cloud City. Darren got the uh, the Millennium Falcon. Uh, the deluxe. Lego, the deluxe one, that big, yeah. freaking huge. That's like he got the over giant thousand pieces. He got the giant star destroyer. Yeah, well, he bought we that built, himself. This one he we got built as a that gift. One. Oy. Yeah, wow. you know where that thing is? It's in a closet in the old in, in the, the Cherokee old house. house still. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I know up, exactly it, where it is. Falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep asking. him, was like, when are you gonna take this? Uh, you know, and put it in your in your geek room. He goes, uh, it's just it's stuck up there. Right no room. Yeah, it's we all make choices. We do. Well, so they got World of Warcraft and Starcraft. Starcraft and World, yeah. Starcraft. That's interesting. See, now with Starcraft, I would think they would go 40k and make all the figures itty bitty so they could fit on one peg. No, say so. You, like, you're thinking uh, a Warhammer. Still, think they should have the Warhammer license that we said. Well, it should look like because they they're based on the Warhammer. Starcraft was basically a lift of okay. Space Marine 40k. Well, yeah, and Warcraft was <clears throat> same thing. Yeah. So why not? Why not just go straight to go, the source? Yeah, I don't know. I it's think probably because be, Playmobil will have the licenses. My guess mm-hmm. might be right, but I would love to have some Lego figures that fit on one brick. I, I am <laughs> sure that most Warhammer players would love to have Lego versions of their. Can figures. you imagine that shit? If you could fit them on one brick, mm-hmm. how you could play and set afford it all it? up. 
I mean, even at the expenses yeah. of Legos, that's still cheap You're compared right. to Warhammer. You're right. Wow. News you don't give a shit about Oshokuji no Jikon. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Just talking about Oshokuji. <laughs> we can dig it. Is just a D- it's a DVD series aimed at lonely otaku guys who either work all day, have no friends, or have no social skills to land a date or a combination of all three. Uh, luckily for them, the folks at K Network produced a three DVD virtual dinner date series where the viewer pretends he's eating a meal with a girlfriend. The marketing blurb on the DVD says, quote, you no longer have to eat alone, unquote. Each DVD is an hour long, and there are three to five different girls featured eating a variety of foods with an engaging in various chit-chat and conversation with you, the viewer. Virtual dinner date. Yeah. You know, if that was here in America, everybody would be like, oh, America's doomed. America's going down the toilet. Our kids got no skills, and they can't relate, and they got video games for dating and stuff. But it's like, you know... I don't hear anybody screaming Japan's going down in the tubes because of that. Well, they got a few other they got a few other pots on the stove yeah. right now. It's just a couple other things to be worried about. I was gonna say they have yeah a lot of other things to worry about, and then even if, if you get into you know not the natural disaster stuff, but the the fetishisms that they have there, I'm sure this doesn't even ping on the radar. Exactly. <laughs> I it's have, all about distraction, right? <laughs> I have uh, I had a thing for uh, Janine Vandermuller way back in the day. Okay. She was one of my fave porn stars. She still rocks my socks. She's pretty hot business, but she's all she's crazy. Shit has rat. Like, yeah, to the uh, nines. Yeah, but anyway, she came out with a you know point of view, a, a point of view, do me uh, the virtual sex kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, so it's like only in Japan. Do you have to actually take Converse. your goddamn porn DVD out to dinner before you can fuck it? Right. That's just. But there's no porn in this. You have to switch the DVD to another whole thing to go. That's to what that. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's just. That's just. I mean, that's a waste of two DVDs, basically, right? <laughs> I mean, right? Are we? Who are, who are we kidding here? Oh, I'm going to now have a dinner. No. <laughs> I'm going to skip to a late night walk back on the... Be- no. <laughs> I'm going to put in the disc three. <laughs> yeah, that disc three, me. my favorite. <laughs> it's oh, no. so better than disc one and two. What if he hasn't unlocked the achievements? <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be the worst if it fucking... It doesn't let you play it. Oh, go menosai. So sorry. I'll go back to disco one. But we have nothing yet to have the dinner. <laughs> oh, you dirty whore. Now it's a real relationship. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Goddamn, this three always sending me back at disc one. Listen. So always s- sending me back. It's been like three weeks Sweet. and he hasn't scored disc three yet. <laughs> so Man, so when saying- are you going to move on disc three? I'm on Torayin. <laughs> I try everything in a book. I sweet talk. I bought a flower and nothing worked. She always sent me back. Oh, oh I never even got to get a second base. All I want now is a second base. It's almost like one of those early like laser disc and CD interactive uh, choose your own adventure things. Paul's got Choose your own here. brew balls. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your own painful right night. That all this is bullshit. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> oh. So basically, every decision takes you back to disc one. It's like, like, 
a bunch of bullshit. Never on the third date. <laughs> Good night. Bitch, bitch keep eating. Door. She keep eating all the time. She's all so hungry. God damn it. How about a little tube steak, honey? Why we got to go back this one? Oh. Let's get tube steak and a milkshake to go. No more this one, bitch. And now that you brought it up, Kirsten, what would achievements in interactive porn be? That I have, I I have no idea. You would need some kind of like a pregnancy test. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. You're Listen, not the if, father. If, you, if you could impregnate your DVD, you win. No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> it wouldn't work like a pregnancy test. You'd have to nut on this device, <laughs> and then it would register your spoo and be like, mm, "Your count is very virile. Clearly, you are a man." <laughs> Achievement unlocked. That be, but that be achievement unlocked. I can't imagine any video game company creating a sperm counting peripheral. <laughs> I don't hint, know. Hint. Nintendo gets kind of wacky. <laughs> I don't know. We haven't read the E3 news yet. It's true. Fuck you, Distri. <laughs> uh, news you don't give a shit about the endless happiness pen. Well, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Yes, I spoke just just seconds too soon. <laughs> Clearly, they, they have done it fast. Clearly, somebody Here, is working on it. There we go. The future is now, motherfucker. The endless happiness pen. <laughs> you can't even finish it. I can't. <laughs> That's what she said. On this too. You want me to read it? Come on, finish it, bitch. Okay, oh, can't finish it. Ah, oh, my balls are so bruised. <laughs> oh, god damn it. I can't I'm even walk. I'm in so bad. Oh, the, how about you? <laughs> the endless happiness pen, endless happiness pen, costs $995,000. What by- the fuck? <laughs> 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 how much? Goddamn money. $995,510 to be exact. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> For what? This is the endless happiness for the endless happiness pen. But what does it do? It's an 18 karat pink gold pen set, as in writing pen, with 126 pieces of diamonds, rubies, and sapphires. And if you think it writes with ink, well, it no, it it says it writes with love. From the item's product description, love flows from the top of the cap like the river. Nourishing the diamond blossom apricot mayflower symbol of the prosperity and forever happiness with the pyramid shaped mealy's rubies in the center moving back and forth between the ruby diamond hearts and apricot my sakura diamond flower. The top and low end of the pen is encrusted in diamonds. The body is supported by a branch with subtle rubies and diamonds. The endless happiness. You know, for for nearly a million dollars, that thing better suck me off too. <laughs> what the Mm-mm. fuck, dude? A pen set? Yes. Wow, that's like something that a governor uses to sign off on executions <laughs> <laughs> to make that's, you feel better. The that, endless happiness yeah, pen. That pen. That pen is destined for truly evil deeds. That's like <laughs> that's fucking true. Death Note, man. You know Death Note? Yes, I do the know an- Death the, Note. The man. manga and anime, so yes. good. For those of you who don't know, go get Death Note. 
You, you, I reviewed it a long time yes. ago on the couch show. It's fucking awesome. The basic idea, the guy who writes in this journal, whatever he writes about someone's death who, happens. Yeah, it's amazing. It's great. You know, those those high-end gifts like that are ridiculous. I, I saw something like that. It's a case <clears throat> mod that you, you send. You take your phone, whatever your cell phone is. You send it in. And for a really ungodly amount of money, they'll encrust it with diamonds and jewels and stuff just like that. I'm like, why? To keep up with the Kardashians. For something that you're more than likely going to lose and or break. But whoever finds it, endless happiness. There you go. Okay. Maybe that's why it's the endless happiness. If you got the money to spend like that on a pen, you already have endless happiness. Or... Deep dark sadness, endless disposable income, endless despair, Some endless Russian secrets, millionaire will buy it. pitiful bleak <clears throat> despair, endless <clears throat> secrets. <laughs> and finally, news you don't give a shit about. It has been announced that a screenwriter has been hired to write a screenplay based on the classic Parker Brothers board game Risk. Yay! The game, Risk is our business. The game, which was featured by a French film director in 1957, has the objective of gaining worldwide domination through the conquering of nations. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the screenwriter hired by Columbia Pictures to take on the task of successfully adapting the epic board game is John Lavin, who was asked to write a, quote, contemporary globetrotting action thriller. Uh, Previously, Lavin was a story editor for FX's The Shield and wrote the screenplay for the fourth Underworld movie. Oh, Rise of the Lycans? That's the one. Holy shit. (laughs) You can be a man, or you can be a lichen! And that's all the shit news. All right, Thank we can God. Eat. There's lots of it. Oh, boy. All righty. Let's do it. Uh, after Spanish police made three arrests of suspected hackers, who are also supposedly members of the infamous hacker group Anonymous, in relation to the month-long PlayStation Network fiasco, Anonymous repaid the favor by hacking the Spanish police's website. Wow. <laughs> taking, wow. It, taking it down for an hour with DDoS attacks. Mm. That's denial of service attacks, where they just pretty much keep your internet busy so no one can get to you. Yes. Anonymous took responsibility for the site's outage and said it was, quote, a direct response to the Friday arrests of three individuals alleged to be associated with the acts of cyber civil disobedience attributed to Anonymous. Uh, as per the op- uh, anonymous op- modus operandi, they left a message for the Spanish police thus follows. Greetings, Spanish government. We know you have heard of us. We are anonymous. It has come to our attention that you have deemed it necessary to arrest three of our fellow anons, which you claim to be leaders of anonymous and for their participation in DDoS attacks against various websites. First and foremost... DDoSing is an act of peaceful protest on the internet. The activity is no different than sitting peacefully in front of a shop denying entry, just as is the case with traditional forms of protest. Regardless of how many times you are told, you refuse to understand. There are no leaders in Anonymous. Anonymous is not based on personal distinction. Arresting somebody for taking part in a DDoS attack is exactly like arresting somebody for attending a peaceful demonstration in their hometown. Anonymous believes this right to peacefully protest is one of the fundamental pillars of any democracy. We have not detained three participants of Anonymous. We have no members, and we are not a group of any kind. You have, however, detained three civilians expressing themselves. You are providing us with the fuel, and now you must expect the fire. Awaiting your action, Anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive your attacks on freedom. We do not forget your ignorance. Expect revolution. 
expect us. I love anonymous voice. <laughs> they uh, they should have written it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <man. laughs> oh. Oh, our very own oh. idiot abroad. Oh, the All they have to do is go to Google Translate, Paul. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All right. You know, one thing I have or to Babel say fish. legally, I don't know how things go. work in Spain, but they 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 made a... I'll show you how things work in Spain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not on the plane. <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> Mostly on the plane. Uh, no, the, um, they, they made a couple of incriminating statements for the guys who were being held. I mean, you know. Well, if they had mentioned their names. Well, what right. they're saying though yeah. is in the statement is that it, you know. Oh, I know what they're it, saying. No, I'm, I'm just saying. saying, it, all I'm it, saying I wouldn't is, call it incriminating because they're not. Yay, anonymous! That, that do whatever you got to do. Well, <laughs> don't hurt us. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. ugly couch show denial of service attack. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I'm the tens of people who will be. <laughs> Who will be affected <laughs> if this site goes down? I know. They will both be in shambles. <laughs> all, of the, all of us in this room. Oh, man. And Professor Biggs. That's <laughs> yeah, true. No, what oh! I'm saying is, is they're saying that nothing that these people did was a crime, so they shouldn't have been arrested. Yeah. And I agree. You know, well, denial of service attack. Well, you know. Now, on the other side of the whole coin, uh, hacker group Lulzsec. They, these guys have been all over the place. Uh, followed their massive porn site login dump and successful attacks against numerous game companies by turning its sites to other gaming websites. Uh, Today, the group claimed responsibility for bringing down EVE Online, Minecraft's login server, the League of Legends login server, and the Escapist website. There is no current word if any user information is affected by the intrusions. The DDoS attacks on these gaming sites were apparently motivated not by spite, but by request. As a part of an event they've dubbed Titanic Takeover Tuesday, the group is taking requests by Twitter and by phone. When the number is called, a speaker with a faux French accent using the name Pierre Dubois makes veiled reference to the group's internet shenanigans. When cybersecurity consulting firm uh, Black & Berg issued a challenge to all hackers to change the picture on their website for a $10,000 reward and a position working with senior advisor Joe Black, Lulsec was more than happy to oblige. But Lulsec said they won't be collecting the reward, leaving the message, Done. That was easy. Keep your money. We do it for the lulz. On the Black & Berg homepage. <laughs> Lulsec first rose to prominence some week ago after posting a a fictitious article to the PBS website and otherwise defacing the site. Uh, I visited the Lulsec security page, and this is what greeted me, a ASCII picture of a galleon with the title Lulz Boat, while the theme of Love Boat plays. Uh, The text on the uh, page reads, Hello, good day, and how are you? Splendid. We're Lulsec a small team of lulzy individuals who feel the drabness of the cyber community is a burden on what matters, fun. Considering fun is now restricted to Friday, where we look forward to the weekend weekend, we now have taken upon ourselves to spread fun, fun, fun throughout the entire calendar year. And then the site gives the lyrics to Love Boat with Lulz Boat fitting in there instead. Nice. Exciting and new. Yeah. <clears throat> on a more... Uh, uh, well, sadder note when it comes down to it, uh, Terry Pratchett 
the beloved author of the Discworld series, who has uh, campaigned in his native United Kingdom for the right of assisted suicide, has begun the formal process of assisted suicide in Switzerland, one of the few countries in the world to legalize euthanasia. Specifically, this would take place at uh, Digonitis, the uh, clinic that provides qualified doctors and nurses to assist in a patient's suicide. Uh, Digonitis has sent Pratchett the paperwork he needs to sign to begin the assisted suicide process, but he has yet to sign it. According to The Guardian, the only thing stopping me signing them is uh, that I have made this film and I have a bloody book to finish, he said during a question-and-answer session following a screening at the Sheffield Documentary Festival DocFest. He said that he decided to start the process after making the film Terry Pratchett Choosing to Die, which shows the moment of death of a motor neuron sufferer millionaire hotel owner Peter Smedley. Uh, Terry Pratchett Choosing to Die aired yesterday in the United Kingdom. Uh, Three and a half years ago, Terry Pratchett uh, announced that he had a very aggressive form of early onset Alzheimer's disease. Yeah. Mm. Yuck. Yeah. But uh, at least he's going the way he wants to. Wow. But uh, as a big fan, it's that's that sads me heavily. It's that awful. Yeah, Alzheimer's is awful. I have history of it through my family, so it's it's not pleasant. I don't like it. Oh no. Uh, Apple has decided to start selling official unlocked iPhone fours, albeit for the hefty prices of six hundred and forty nine dollars for the sixteen gigabyte model and seven hundred and forty nine dollars for the thirty two gigabyte model. The unlocked iPhone 4 can be used on any carrier around the world that supports a GSM network. One will simply have to install and activate a micro SIM card from a carrier of their choice to activate the phone. So if you want your iPhone but don't want to play with Verizon or AT&T, now's your chance. Although, man, $649 for the GB. Honestly, that's not that pricey considering because here in the U.S. we have the subsidized phones. So that's why it only costs us a couple hundred dollars. That's an unsubsidized price, so yeah, but it the, makes sense that it would be that much. Right, but the unsubsidized price for the regular one is $499. That's true. It's a lot of damn money. Following the Nintendo E3 press conference where they announced their new console, the Wii U, <laughs> uh, Wii U. shares in Nintendo uh, Incorporated quickly fell 5% to the lowest it had been in five years. What? what? A time that coincides with the period right before Nintendo launched the successful Wii, so keep that in mind. But, uh, but yeah, that, that one kind of startled people, I guess. Well, you know, wow. 3DS isn't doing well. True, this is true. I mean, I say isn't doing well. It's sold over a million units in Japan already. Right, but not expected. Uh, but just barely sold a million 3DS units in Japan. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of the install base doesn't want to upgrade from their their DS or their DSL to the 3DS. No, no, it's it's the same problem as the no beginning games. of the Connect. People bought Connect, but really they could play what dance. Yeah, well, that's just what the market There's analysts no were yet. saying yeah. about Japan is that they, they have such a huge install base of Japanese kids and adults with 3DS, or excuse me, with the the regular DS. That they're like, well, why? What benefit is there for me to upgrade to the 3DS right now? None yet. And really, it's true. There, there isn't a benefit I love yet. My DS, no. and Light. there's no killer app. My DS, no, there really is isn't. so good. Yeah, that's a great system. Yeah. Uh, researchers at F Secure decided to buy a bunch of products advertised in spam emails and to see what happened. 
The results are not what you might expect. Quote, while doing some spam research a couple of years ago, we did a series of test purchases from spam emails. We bought pills, software, cigarettes, etc. We were a bit surprised that almost all of the orders went through and actually delivered goods. Sure, the Windows CD we got was a poor clone and the Rolex was obviously fake, but at least they sent us something. We were carefully watching the credit card accounts we created for our tests, but we never saw any fraudulent use of them. The most surprising outcome from this test was that we didn't see more spam to the email addresses we used to order the goods, unquote. Huh. <laughs> Weird. Uh, they offer this sad addendum. <clears throat> However, P.S., we never actually got the Rolex we ordered. It was stopped and confiscated by local customs as a pirated product. They ended up destroying it with a hammer, unquote. <laughs> right. <laughs> A.K.A. the boss's wife. <laughs> Hey, Hammer, I got you something for your anniversary. Oh, oh another fake Rolex. That's Achievement right. Achievement unlocked. Go to disc two. <laughs> oh, finery. Oh, all it took was a fake Rolex. Oh, finery, I know. All right, here we go. Disc two. Here we go. Uh, disc two is well, disc go two back to disc one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, disc two just finishes up with you driving her home for the night and, and not even getting a kiss goodnight. Oh, you damn tease. Disc two. <laughs> Disc tease. <laughs> you a disc tease. My balls are beer. Scissor Sisters frontman Jake Shears and guitarist Baby Daddy have been commissioned to soundtrack a new film version of the classic kids TV show Fraggle Rock. And they're married. After their U.S. publisher struck a deal with Jim Henson Company. Hooray. The deal with the Scissor Sisters has apparently put together by Spirit Music, who is now the publisher in charge of global administration for the Jim Henson Company's older concepts, including Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, and Farscape. Quote, by working with them, Henson, right from the very start, it means that we can make music an integral part of the film as important and as emotionally effective as the filmmaking. They're making a Fraggle movie? That's what this has come out down to. They're making a Fraggle movie and the Scissor Sisters are doing the music. No one knows where Gobo okay. goes. <laughs> I Uncle, can't decide Uncle if this Traveling should ever die. Matt. Uncle Traveling Matt. <laughs> Get out of the goddamn road. Ooh, a Fraggle. <laughs> oh, God. I did not like Fraggle Rock. No? Didn't no, work for you? No. You know, you know what I liked about Fraggle Rock? You like Rock? doozers. That's all I liked you like about doozers. Fraggle Rock. Yes. Everyone loves the doozers. That's it. Making... It was, making... Just contraptions out of radish and building getting, stuff and that just, stuff getting eaten by just building heartless fraggles yeah the fraggles just fuck shit red would just fuck shit up dicks all of them yeah it's just like uh i i mean they are i want some doozer toys because they are the epitome of the futility of human <laughs> construction and you know somebody tells you there's a master's thesis in this it <laughs> is they are they are, they are human endeavor they are human endeavor, and Red Fraggle is goddamn fate. <laughs> fate and the universal forces. And the chaos of the universe? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're just sitting there trying to build something of value, something something that makes sense, a construct. Oh, and here comes this wiggly bitch <laughs> and falls in your shit. So what are the, the, the gorgs? What are they? Uh, what are they? Uh... The ones that eat all of it? Yeah, the ones that eat the fraggles. I can't remember what they're called. Those big, gigantic, yeah. troll-looking dudes. Not trash heap. No, no. Are they, are they gorgs? Sure. Something like that. I sure, don't, they're gorgs. I don't Something close to that. It's been a while. I don't 
How do they fit in the whole? Don't you have like the complete series box set somewhere in here? I have the first season. Oh, just the first season. Dance your cares away. Mm-hmm. Worries for another day. Let the music play. Down to Fraggle Rock! That's a Scissor Sister version right there. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for blowing away Rock. all of our ears. Down to Fraggle Rock! Holy Christ. <laughs> Down to Fraggle Rock! Let's go to HBO since we're on an HBO show anyway. Cock. What? Right. I mean, let's let's face it. Fraggle Rock was one of the original HBO original series. Yeah, it, it probably was, yeah. Yep. Probably the wow. first. So let's go to another one. HBO series based on Neil Gaiman's American Gods has been in the pipe for a few months now, but it got one step closer to reality. Playtone, that's uh, Tom Hanks' Tom company, Hanks company yeah. is now prepared to produce at least six seasons of the show with a budget of nearly $40 million per season. Wow. All to make room for the effects-heavy renditions of gods both ancient and contemporary. Uh, more effects have been u- used on television series... More effects than have been used on any television series before, according to Hanks' production partner, uh, Gary Gutzman. Six seasons seems more than likely enough to cover the range of stories and plot detours of American gods, even to possibly devote whole episodes to the novel's periodic flashbacks to various gods' arrival on the American continent. Uh, 40 million per episode is around three, uh, 40 million per season is around 3 million per episode, give or take how many guest stars or special effects are required in any stretch. Um, a considerable amount for a television series. Playtone plans to have American <clears throat> Gods on the screen by 2013. Nice. So wow. that's, that's got some gump behind it. That's great. Indeed. Wow. Six seasons for that book. Yeah. Works for me. Hmm. You can do that. Simon Pegg has said that he and a frequent collaborators, Nick Frost and Edgar Wright, are working out a new screenplay for a, quote, alien apocalypse comedy, tentatively titled The World's End. This screenplay will be finished after Pegg films one movie and before he suits up as Scotty for the sequel to Star Trek. Right. According to Pegg, this new story will be a bit of a departure from his previous collaborations with Wright. At least that's what he's shooting for. This third movie will mark the end of what the trio have been been calling the Three Flavors Cornetto Trilogy. Also, the Blood and Ice Cream Trilogy. Cornetto is a brand of ice cream in the UK and the US that at some point was available in the colors red, blue, and green. Okay. Yeah. So one one more big one from the trio. That's cool. I, I like their collaborations. Uh, DC is set to launch a major national television advertising campaign for their new line of comic books. That's all there is to that story. So yeah. watch a television near you. <clears throat> and that's not in news you don't give a shit about? Hey. Says the DC guy. Hey, Paul, did you ever what? go see Paul? You're not a DC guy? No, I didn't see Paul. No. You're not a DC guy? What Professor would you call Biggs yourself? is the DC guy. What are, you, are you Marvel head? You're yeah. your Marvel head. And what am I thinking? Of course you I are. I was going to say yeah. the two of you, really? You used to live together. Of course I, you're both Marvel heads. Well, you know, there, there was a period where I was practically picking up no Marvel. In fact, Ralph... For the longest time, he took over the store when I was picking up mostly DC. So he he thought I was a, a DC guy. He was surprised to find out. Yes. So so there was a period, yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm not a DC guy. <laughs> <laughs> I dip my toes into both waters as well, but I'm definitely a Marvel head. All right, then let's go to Marvel news. Yeah. Oh shit! Marvel has announced they are canceling Uncanny X Men. The traditional flagship title of the X-Men, September's issue 544, will be the last. Yep. 
Uncanny. Until next week. Right. Uncanny, the introductory title to the X-Men, has run almost continuously. Guys, we're bringing out new Uncanny X-Men. Can you believe it? It's been gone for a whole week. Wow. <laughs> what did you do in the time? <laughs> Exciting. Wow. Has run almost continuously since 1963. The covers for September issue is a homage to the original team lineup. Uh, Gene Gray before Phoenix Force. Uh, Beast before he turned blue. Angel and Iceman before they became second stringers. Uh, currently, the Schism event is working its way through the X-Men books, and it's likely that uh, Uncanny will be replaced by another X-Men title come October. There you Thank go. Thank God, because what they needed was a new title. Yeah. That'll turn everything around. <laughs> yep, yep. Fill that void, Marvel. <laughs> you know what? You know what comics needs to do? What's that? They need to do a superhero death story where the superhero comes back to life before they even die. <laughs> I'm here because in two issues, I will be dead. Yeah. Well, you know, X-Force and X-Statics all read stuff. That's all the X-Men. I mean, it took it to places. Whedon stuff has been great. Yeah, it was. Um, Morrison stuff was fantastic. Yep. So there's not a dearth of people who can do good, interesting stuff with the title, but it's not about the titles and stuff. Yeah. No, as uh, Bleeding Cool points out, uh, Marvel has announced the title's cancellation and released its cover more than a month ahead of its usual schedule, which makes it difficult to view the announcement as anything other than a response to DC's Flash. Exactly. They're just oh, saying, yeah, we're retitling our thing yeah. too. Number one, everybody, get on board number one. Because DC's been dominating everything for the last week and a half. Just... Okay, I just joked about DC and Marvel and had my period and everything, but did, do they really feed off? <laughs> do they really feed off each other to the point where they feel like they have to do the counter marketing crap? Who else is their competition? Image, Dark Horse. Well, that's the whole point. Is there competition? No. Or is DC and Marvel just two halves of the one? One, one or two sides of the same coin. Exactly. So why do you feel that need? What the hell is going on over there? I'm comic book bear. I can smell somebody <laughs> having a comic book period. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. I've been attracted wow. to, your, to your period. <laughs> In Blackest Night. Damn it, Paul. Did you leave the bloody comic books hanging on the tree branches? Oh, I somebody, told you to bury those. Somebody didn't tie up your X-Force books. <laughs> I could smell them a mile away. <laughs> comic book bear loves comic book blood. Oh, my God. He currently likes comic book tampons. Wow. Comic we book periods. actually have a new character. <laughs> <laughs> What's that I smell? Somebody bleeding out the vajay about comic books? Well, here I am to settle the score. Roar! Comic book bear. I'm after you next, Steve Biggs. Roar! Roar! You have the bloodiest vajay of all. You're always on your comic book period. Oh, speaking of, uh, of Steve, actually, uh, um... Mid mid show note uh, yesterday, happy birthday, Professor Big. No, oh yes, wasn't happy it, birthday, sir. Right, or was it today? The fourteenth. One more year to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even knowing when we're recording. Coming this. for that period. Happy birthday, Steve, and hope you hit menopause soon because comic book bear is coming after. Yeah, you, you better dry that cooch up quick, <laughs> or I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> Pedal to the metal, Biggs. <laughs> I know how to buy a plane ticket. Rawr! I dress like people. Grr. A new 
report by the Entertainment Software Association has the latest statistics about the gaming industry. 72% of the American population now plays video games. Other new stats, the median age of the gamer has increased to 37. Yes! <laughs> I am still the median age of the gaming industry! I will be more. I, will, I have been that, and I will be that. Well, I'll be to 37 in December. I will be the median age. Until I'm dead, I think. It's just going to keep getting pushed up as we get yeah, older. Yeah, because we're pushing it. That's yes! funny. And when Paul dies, gaming stock is going to collapse. <laughs> well, you know what? No, it's the old XY cross thing, and I'll hit it at some point, and it'll, it'll start to fade back. Well, it's <laughs> nice to know I, got it. I bought another year. That's really good to know. I'm, the middle age, I'm a middle-aged gamer, literally. <sighs> the perfe- percentage of female gamers has increased to 42%. Rawr! And the entire country spent over $25 billion on video games this last year. Yep. Online games uh, account for 19% of the entire gaming audience. Puzzle car trivia games make up 47% of computer-based gaming. Wait, puzzle car trivia? Puzzle puzzle, puzzle card, card trivia, trivia, as in three... Puzzle that, that card was, trivia. Yeah, slash. Puzzle, puzzle slash, slash card yeah, slash thank trivia. You. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say... Only games based on <laughs> puzzle, puzzle card, card trivia. <laughs> okay, guys, here's another great puzzle card question. <laughs> what shape is this puzzle card in? Uh, role-playing games and MMOs account for 32% of computer-based games. The study doesn't go into specifics about which genders are buying which games, marketing, further breaking down of the demographics. But there is a very big emphasis by members of Congress on how the video game industry in the United States has had a positive impact on education, technology, and the economy. Here are some quotes. Uh, One from Debbie uh, Wasserman Schultz, who is actually a co-chair for, this actually exists, the Congressional Caucus for Competitiveness in Entertainment Technology. Quote, The U.S. entertainment software industry is at the forefront of innovation and education, turning what we have thought about the video game on its head. And from a fellow co-chair, Representative Kevin Bradley of Texas, uh, Republican, this uh, growing industry has generated more than 120,000 jobs in over 34 states and is a major international player as well. It's time Congress took notice, unquote. Yeah, Congress, get it together. Yeah. How long counters. before we get some actual like video gamers into Congress? Uh, well, there's a couple. There's a couple. I know there's yeah, a couple now, many, but I'm talking but about like like enough to make a you know an impact. Well, oh, I mean, you don't need gamers in Congress. Twenty five billion, they can buy their lobbyists. It's right. <laughs> Anthony Weiner is technically playing an online game. Oh. Is he now? Oh, <laughs> is it the crying game? Yeah, it's uh, the crying game. Where he shows his wiener too. <laughs> That guy. For those of you who don't know what Paul, he, the guy that's about. pretending Stargate. to be a girl, <laughs> he shows it. He shows it to the Stargate guy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Stargate guy. Hey, what's happening? Hold what on. the oh. fuck are you talking about? Hold on, hold on. I gotta. Is I gotta, that your online Anthony Weiner voice? I gotta, no, I'm not Anthony no, Weiner. Like, I'm Stargate guy. Yeah. Oh, that's your Jay hey, Davidson. That's voice. it. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Just oh. because he's in those two films. <laughs> hey. Oh boy. I just got a text message on my pyramid phone. Let's see what it says. Let's see what it says. Here. I'm about to hit you with this microphone. Oh, oh, I almost sat on my pyramid phone. That would have been bad. Let's text see. messages on a pyramid phone. They're all hieroglyphs? That's right. Let's see. Uh, guy with his arms up in the air. Bird. 
sun, bird, bird, guy kneeling, guy kneeling, river, wavy line, bird. Ooh, it gets really racy right here. Sun, sun, sphinx, onyx, bird, bird, wavy line, sun. Oh. This guy doesn't leave much to the imagination. Lion bird the shit out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I think we found our picture for the cast. Oh my god. <laughs> Sad thing is there's probably one of our listeners out there that actually does read or write with hieroglyphics. It's probably gonna post a little sa- uh, Did angry you just say comment. probably one of our listeners reads or writes in hieroglyphics? <laughs> Is that what just happened? I did. Is that what you just said? No, I was going to say, we're going to get an angry comment. Dear the well, famous I'm, Paul. Is Emo Temp our goddamn target demographic now? Is that what's going on? Oksana Moon, have you heard the new Ugly Couch post? Goddamn funny shit. I'm just going to leave it at this. Wavy line bird. Enough said. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh Jesus! What? What? Don't get don't get mad at me. I didn't say it. <laughs> Jesus, woman! It's this famous Paul character. <laughs> Come on, he's ridiculous. It's Ray Ray Davis or Jay Davis, <laughs> whatever his name is. That all dick having lady man. <laughs> you forget it. Why do I even start talking with you? It's always the same shit. I'll be in the room. I'll be in the. The room with my sarcophagus. Japan's Kyoto. I don't want any dinner. Just just get whatever you want. Just get whatever you want. I don't even care. Japan's. I don't know. I know. I I took the scarabout already. I took the scarabout. We walked around the damn block. That's where. You know what? Wavy line bird. Good night. Wavy line bird. Your mother. Yeah, <laughs> Japan's Kyoto Sieka University has announced the first ever doctoral program in manga studies. What? You I'm can a doctor of manga. You can now get your PhD in manga. Yeah. Kyoto Sieka is a private university in Western Japan, renowned for its manga and anime programs, and has already established a master's degree program in the field last year. According to the university, they received so many overseas requests for a doctoral program in the field, they had little choice but to create one. And it's a savvy move, as according to the Associated Press, globalization and growth of digital media are rapidly changing the mediums. If you're interested in the program, though, you might be in for some competition. They only plan to enroll four students for the program next year, and it's not like you can roll over to your nearest city college and get the same degree. So does that mean we're going to have to start calling him the Dr. Famous Paul? Oh, I won't get into that program. No, I don't have the chops for that. No, nah, that's a, that's some deep. There's a lot. You know more about mangas deep. than most of us. I know more. I know a lot about it, but there, I think that's a, like a that sounds like a digipen type place where you learn how to make it. Uh, that is, there is some of that there. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't sound like a. Said I mean, studies. learn the history of it. Yeah, said studies. I don't know, man. Well, maybe yeah. studies would be the history of and shit. I don't and, know. Uh, maybe not. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Societal <laughs> impact. Maybe I'm gone. Of. 
Well, let's face Maybe it. Maybe I'm who? Maybe I'm gone. <laughs> if what? It, <laughs> if it weren't for the uh, the Wortham uh, congressional shit that happened in the 50s with the uh, comics code, America might be as embracing about comic books as Japan has been all these years. Might be. It's true. Might be. So they, they take that stuff much more seriously than we do well, in this yeah, country. Yeah, it's, it's not... It's, it's still... It's better than it was, but there's still that little look that people will give you if you're reading comics in public. Yeah. Well, it's just because it, it's only really recently been accepted as a legitimate art form, and there's still a lot of resistance to it. It's like, oh, it's just a comic book from some mm-hmm. of you know, your older generation that didn't really read it. You know, looked and he's like, oh, you kids in your comic books. And I'm like, well, you read this and tell me yeah. this is a comic book. This is a novel that just happens to have pictures with it. This is art. This is so finely drawn. This is so finely written that this deserves to be in libraries. And it is in libraries. Look at the way the tentacle just enters that (laughs) 12-year-old girl. Come on now. How can you possibly deny? (laughs) You almost single-handedly changed the name of this podcast. Yeah. Kevin Smith is bringing the world of comic book store to TV, and he's teaming up with the network behind Mad Men, Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, and The Killing to do it. Uh, Smith is producing a new reality series, which will be filmed in his New Jersey comic book store, The Secret Stash. A casting call for the show was recently posted on Facebook, saying Smith was, quote, not looking for actors, he's looking for real people who live and breathe the comic book lifestyle. Must be funny, outgoing, and having knowledge and passion for comics, superheroes, movie memorabilia, and everything that goes with it. Not looking for actors. Must be... Uh, Your loss, yeah. Mr. Smith. Uh, today, on Twitter, Smith was asked if he had a network attached. In Smith's typically outspoken way, he replied, Yes, a really cool one that makes awesome shows that I watch. Fuck it, it's AMC. All right, so there you go. <laughs> So AMC is getting the reality show. Good. Yeah. No, he's got... A lot, I've been listening to this modcast recently, and uh, he's got a lot of cool stuff cooking. Has he been discussing that on some mod? He has. I've just been listening to the Hollywood Babylon. We need to uh, We need to buy some ad space on there. Gotcha. Yeah? It's... Yeah. You know they're coming to town, right? When? Uh, I think the 13th and 14th of August. Well, it's 200 bucks if we produce our own commercial and they'll play it. Ah, I see. It's 500 bucks now for them to do a read of mm-hmm. our own copy. I got gotcha. you. For them to read our copy. So if you want to know how business of the Ugly Couch Show works, this is how it is right here. This is business. This is what we talk, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we hit should do it. Hit the donate button, folks. <clears throat> yeah, hit, hit the donate button, please. A couple hundred times. <laughs> 200 times at least. Uh, Valve has announced that as of today, Steam will support the release and distribution of free-to-play games in addition to the paid games already available from the service. With this new update, players can not only download free-to-play games from Steam, but also purchase each game's microtransactions from the Steam client itself. Along with the initial announcement, Valve released the first five free-to-play games available on the surface. The first run of games are Sega's Spiral Knights, Cryptic's Champions Online, Hi-Rez Studios' Global Agenda, Perfect World's Forsaken World, and NHN's Alliance of Valiant Arms. Ah, Alliance of Valiant Arms. I don't know any of those. Neither do I. Champions Online, I know very oh, well. I know Champions Online. I That's bought, Champions, I, is that Champions of Norath? 
No, Champions Online is the oh, superhero, the superhero game, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I yeah. bought. That one. Did you buy the Forever subscription? No, I only did that once. Once. You learned your lesson. <laughs> I talked him into it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you transfer that shit? Uh, I think if you have that account, you get like extra stuff. You get Wah. lots of stuff. Yeah. What have you gotten lately? Uh, I have gotten a lot of extra time not devoted to that game a because I didn't of, enjoy it in the first place. A bunch of Neelixes. They give you a bunch of Neelix skins. Oh, you're talking skins. about Star Trek? What? I don't know. I haven't played in so long. There's a Neelix skin. Probably know it imploded. Neelix skins. That's all I hear. I hear that's all it is. It's all people. It's all Neelix <laughs> Neelix skins. So it's been, it's yeah. all Neelix bots running everywhere. Crazy. And text, sex, sex texting and Neelix skins. Yeah. Oy. It's all just Neelixes <laughs> fucking each other. Every time you go, like, oh, let's see what Star Trek. What the? Oh, my God. Neelix. Oh. Oh, no. That Neelix is sucking that other Neelix. And I've cooked you a pan pan. Yeah, exactly. Damn. Exactly. He can wavy bird. Could they, could they like, uh, <laughs> you know, wavy line bird? Could, could they, like, light the Neelixes on fire and watch them burn to death? Please. No, they just—they're just—they're just having a giant Neelix orgy. <laughs> That's like all it is. A, a phase disruptor and just like make them all. You can't oh disrupt that stuff. Yeah, and I think that was the original intention of the game designer. They're on the first team. And I've heard he's got kind of like a pig cock. It's like it screws in and stays locked down. Oh, like a tail. Yeah, like a pig's tail kind of thing. Oh, like he knots. Cock. Yeah, Neelix knot. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Here comes some the, of the knot. What? Oh, we're stuck for 45 minutes together. <laughs> My sweet, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Neelix. <laughs> Why, thank you, Neelix. Oh, you're too kind, Neelix. Oh, oh boy. Tickle my knot. And fucking Naomi Wildman made me want to shoot myself in the head when I watched that show. Neelix <laughs> enters room. I don't, I don't have the, the pure vitriol <laughs> for Voyager that Paul does, but it's just, man. It's just terrible writing. I feel for those like, guys. Uh, just every time those two characters were on, especially together, I'm just like, oh. Oh. It's just a horrible thing. <laughs> that whole goddamn thing. The only thing worse is Tuvix. No, that, that one was actually a I good episode. I like that You don't that know Tuvix? I never really watched Voyager. This one, Tuvok and Neelix got jammed together. A horrible a transporter <laughs> accident, Todd. Oh, of course. Because that's original. Because you know, they ran out of holodeck <laughs> episodes, like, so they, they had, had a transporter a, accident episode. How many years had it been before they'd done a transporter accident? Because, you know, the transporter's so safe now, and then all of a sudden yeah. jump flash forward to Voyager. Like, oh, here's your transporter accident. Nothing safe on Voyager. And that so was a ramshackle. They put that together with duct tape and spit. Their computers were made out of gel. It was a stupid... This, this, Bio-neural I've said gel packs? The, I've said this before. I'll say it again. This is the problem with Star Trek Voyager. All right. oh, there was an go. episode in which Neelix, using the replicators to make some food, was making a dish comprised of cheese okay right? well he didn't use the replicators he got the bacteria yeah for real got real bacteria to make so real cheese this so cheese he... bacteria got into the bio bioneural gel, bio gel pack systems that that are the computer <clears throat> brain of that this moment ship. of trivia brought no, to you that's by the, it's not the brain of the <clears throat> ship it's the <laughs> jeff why don't you just tell the what fucking story <laughs> The bioneural gel packs were the relay system that relayed commands from the central computer like to neurons. all the various. Fire. Yeah, like the brain. It's not the brains. Whatever. <laughs> it'd be like the it'd be like the, the, the nerve cells that go from the brain yes! to like the fingers. Yes. <laughs> the point. It's a nerd off. I just threw down the gauntlet, bitch. The point is. <laughs> 
Neelix literally, figuratively, and truly infected Voyager with cheese. <laughs> what season did this take place? Uh, uh, it's like garbage, three. garbage, garbage. <laughs> it's like garbage shit ass. It oh, doesn't there matter. There you go in that watch, hieroglyphic. Watch whatever in. season you want. They're all the same. That's a pretty decent uh, Janeway. I love Tell the episodes me. where she's getting drilled by Da Vinci. Tell me, Chakotay. How much longer can I fuck holographic Da Vinci <laughs> before my pussy gets some kind of weird computer virus? Cheese. Cheese. Oh, cheese. <laughs> Neelix, get in here, you Neelix, bet. Neelix, get in here and bring some crackers. <laughs> oh. You're going to be swapping my vagina all night. On a side note here, <laughs> As much as I hate the Naomi Wildman character, the girl that played her is super hot now. All right. Yeah. Okay. Just while I was thinking Redemption about it. Redemption with age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, going back to we. Uh... <laughs> I think she lives here in Vegas now, too, if I recall. Uh, Get that number. Get them digits, yo. <laughs> Naomi, call us at Ugly Couch Show. <laughs> call us at Ugly Couch Show. Five 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 Ugly Couch Show. Because we know you want to talk about vagina cheese for a while now. <laughs> Here's our fucking address. Guy with his arms in the air. Guy kneeling down. Bird, sun, sun. Bird, stream. Boat. Boat with a guy in it. Guys with his arms sideways. Bird, bird, wavy line street. <laughs> Four oh one two three. Onk, onk, onk way. Uh, Wii hardware was capable of playing GameCube discs, but that won't be possible in the Wii U. There's your answer. Yeah, since it's, fuck that shit. Since it's compatible with Wii, Wii remotes and accessories, it will play Wii discs. But the question is whether Nintendo will af- alter the look of these Wii games with the more powerful Wii U. Uh, the short answer is no. Based on a conversation with uh, Mark Franklin, head of Nintendo's public relations, pop in a Wii disc, the games will play just like they did on the Wii. No upscaling or texture filtering. I heard it was going to be up uh, This is according to uh, the PR guy. So, unless he's been fed bad information. He was fed bad information. You think so? No, I mean, well, I don't think there'll be any kind of technological up but I know several of those games are good to go for 720. Oh, I see. And so they'll just they'll go to their native state. You rather, think so? Rather their native state on all the Wii games is 480i. No. Yes. No. It's only the, the system's only capable of outputting the Wii is only Classic. capable of outputting episode, 480p max. Granted, granted, but the games themselves, like the Mario game, is programmed to be able to run at 720. It, it can be upscaled. Now, according to this article itself, um, it's true. Uh, Super Mario Galaxy 2 will not have any upscaling to it to its already present state. Okay. Whatever. If that, he mentioned that one particular. Bunch of lies. Uh, let's see. Lies Nintendo told us. I don't care. Uh, Damon Lindelof looks like he's going to stay in film for some time with the announcement that he's working with Disney's feature film division to develop a brand new sci-fi franchise. According to Deadline, Lindelof will get seven figures to craft the original idea into a film with possible multi-platform outreach, which could mean anything from animated tie-in series, like what's being done with uh, Tron Uprising, uh, to books, comic books, other digital media under the Disney umbrella. 
Uh, right now, he's writing the sequel to J.J. Abrams' successful Star Trek reboot with collaborators Alex Kurtzman and Roberto Orsi. The three scribes are also awaiting the July release of their scripting collaboration for John Favreau's Cowboys and Aliens, which will be debuting its a world premiere at Comic-Con this year. Uh, when Lindelof is done with Trek, he'll move on to this new Disney deal, which already has the working title of 1952. And that's all okay. we know. Columbus sailed the ocean 1952, Jesus comes back, just like the end of Lost. Fart on that. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Sean Astin will lend his voice to Raphael in the new uh, Nickelodeon CG animated TV reboot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He rounds out the rest of the voice cast that includes Jason Biggs of American Pie fame as Leonardo, uh, Greg Sipes of Teen Titans as Michelangelo, and Rob Paulson uh, as Donatello. The thing about Paulson is he was the original Raphael in the first series from 1987 to 1996. The animated series is currently in production and is set to premiere in the fall of 2012. Huh. Good. Interesting. I like more Turtles. That last stuff was terrible. You like that movie? The movie the movie's was good. great. But this animation, the anime was, the animated series was... He was liked it? everything about the CG movie except, uh, was it Sarah Michelle Gellar voicing oh, uh, well, yeah, April I mean, O'Neil? She can't do nothing. He was like, God damn, that bitch is <clears throat> awful! She is. She's an emotionless robot. <laughs> She's not quite as bad as the douche coup, but, <laughs> but nothing is. Nothing is quite that level. It's just clearly, uh, what's his nuts? Joss Whedon? Yeah, has a thing for robo-ladies. <laughs> robo-ladies. Oh, she's very devoid of emotion. Sweet. I'll put her in everything. Okay. <laughs> Starting with my mouth. Oh. <laughs> wavy line bird, wavy line bird, wavy line bird. Oh, so, fountain squiggly. So the uh, two of them, along with January Jones and the next Stepford Wives. See, I don't know about you. I think January Jones is a fine actress. Not that I wouldn't. Know. I didn't see the X Men thing yet. You didn't see it yet? I thought you did. Man, when would I have time to go see that movie? I oh, had I Sunday. I had all of four hours <laughs> off this weekend. Four hours. Movies only two hours. Video games. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I played some games. Yeah, you're right. I could have done it. I could have done it then. Yeah. Oh, it's your fault. Oh, my leg. And finally, Warner Brothers announced their plan to release three new 3D theatrical shorts. 3D I can tell I'm at the end of this show. Warner Brothers, their new 3D theatrical shorts featuring Looney Tunes characters. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. The shorts will be released over the next year. Two of them will feature the voice of the late Mel Blanc from songs recorded by Capitol Records in the 1950s. Beyond the Grave. The legendary voice actor and comedian responsible for voicing the characters of Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Sylvester the Cat, Tweety Bird, Speedy Gonzalez, Elmer Fudd, and others. Uh, The three new shorts are all directed by Matthew O'Callaghan, who directed The Great Mouse Detective. According to the press release, here's a rundown of the shorts. First one's Daffy's Rhapsody, which will feature a somehow still persistent Elmer Fudd chasing Daffy on stage during a musical performance. Uh, This one features Mel Blanc performing the song Daffy Duck's Rhapsody. Uh, Due in theaters with Happy Feet 2 on November 18th. And I Taught taught a Putty Cat features Sylvester the Cat chasing Tweety Bird. And an untitled Coyote Roadrunner features, well, uh, the obvious. You know, they're going to really soon be able to take, like, the entire archive of Mel Blanc's voice work and be able to, like, recreate it on the computer. I mean, it's, it's... 
it's really interesting What's to be able to up, do that. Doc? How are you today? No, they'll be able to. <laughs> Say, Daffy, do you want to go to the mall? You bet I do. I want to go to the mall. Let's go then. And oh, no, it is the hunter. Look out. Wabbit hey. seasons. <laughs> Put down the gun, Doc. But that is it for news. But what do you got to tell us? Write to us. Comments at UglyCountShow.com. And, of course, watch The Ugly Couch Show. We tell you what to watch, what to read, what to play. Nothing but the good stuff. That's right. Hey, uh, big shout-out to uh, Mike Sachs. I will be reviewing his book shortly on one of the uh, shows. But uh, Your Wildest Dreams Within Reason, new book out by Mike Sachs. Going to get Barry to put a link up on the website one of these damn days. (laughs) Freaking Barry with his man lady hair. What a lady. <laughs> his uh, ridiculous man lady hair. Um, you know? uh, but anyway, it's hilarious. If you are looking for a good, fun summer read, you can do no better than Your Wildest Dreams Within Reason by Mike Sachs. Lots of hilarious short stories and uh, all kinds of funny stuff. It's awesome. Nice. Yeah. He hasn't let us down so far. It's so good, dude. It's so funny. Oh, i laughing out loud reading it in bed, waking up my wife. Awesome. Nice. Yep. And I guess that's all we have this week, folks. So until next week, I'm Master Torgo. Uh, Wavy Line Bird. <laughs> 80s Jeff. Commander K. And more geek ne- news next week. And uh, I guess Barry oh, probably going to come back in the. Oh, God. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my hair got stuck in an airplane. I, I, I flew all the way to Canada. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Canada? Really? Yeah, I was trying to get out of the airplane. I was like, oh. The door shot on my hair. I was like, oh, no. And sure enough, oh, it took off. I'm like, oh, god damn it, no. Oh. <laughs> it's too late. And the next thing you know, I was, I was in Canada. Like, oh. And I was like, what is this shit all over your own page? Oh, god. Oh, what is this? What is this crap? Oh, why am I in Canada? Oh. I promise I'll put the link up when I get there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Oh. Oh, my hair. Oh. <laughs> oh, that long stupid hair. Oh, 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 oh.